This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future relationship to it. Today's topic was Kanye's Twitter. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode number 120. 120, Bill. 120. 120 minutes. A full two-hour feature film. Thanks to <laughs> all who have listened to all 120 Truly, episodes. Thank you. It's like this podcast, for me, has become like this life anchor. Yeah. That like means a lot to me to come and do this and to talk into the microphone to you and to others. Agreed. It means a lot. So this is what I'd like to ask <laughs> of the No Joke listeners. If you have listened to all 120 episodes... Mm-hmm. Or if you'd like us to just believe that you have, (laughs) you can lie to us. Yeah. Go on to our podcast page. Yeah. We're looking for Hyped 4.0. Wow, Bill. Hyped 4.0. Registering a new notch on the hype scale. Every 30 or so episodes, we've asked our listeners (laughs) to go into the podcast page. Let us know that you're still listening by just writing the word hype. It's our very scientific way to gauge who listens to the podcast. Our incredibly meticulous Nate Silver-esque metric. And from where? And from where, yes. Hyped from Jacksonville, Florida. Hyped from Bloomington, Indiana, for example. Yeah. So we've gotten 1.0. 30 episodes later, we got (laughs) 2.0. Another 30, we got (laughs) 3.0. Well, it's episode 120. And we want to know that you're still listening. Please write Hyped 4.0 wherever you write to us. We would really, really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, It's how we know what to talk about, maybe. And that's one thing that we rarely know going into an episode. That's right. Today's no different. Yes. We sat down on the couches. (laughs) And we try and talk about what's on our minds, what's in front of us. Yeah. Adam, what's in front of us? What's literally literally in front of us? Yes. What's literally in front of me right now is a nice wooden table, my glass of water, a couple of headgum mics, and you, Bill. Okay, let me specify. (laughs) Sorry, did I I take that way too literally? Well, you know in basketball, there's something called an alley-oop, where someone has a ball and they throw it up, assuming that the other teammate will know exactly what to do with it. I thought I was throwing you an alley-oop onto what's in front of us, what we're about to talk That's about, right. what's on the, our phone screen. Yes, yes. Um, you I, went with table. I, want, I was hoping you might talk about yes. Kanye's Twitter. Kanye West Twitter. That is what's in front of us. That sort of popped into my head on the way over. Yes. In that alley-oop metaphor, you just lobbing the ball. I caught it midair and punted it into the stands. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you caught it and then threw it again. Yeah. So you started a new one. Did t- he started a new alley. That's you right. never really see the double alley. Double alley with no oop. Yes. But yes, we have been, I mean, on my drive over, I was like, you know, ruminating on Kanye West as one does yeah. in the morning. Yeah. Uh, he's recently hopped back on Twitter ferociously with yes. a almost manic vengeance, mm-hmm. as he is wont to do. He doesn't, uh, quote unquote, dip his toe in the pool. No. Kanye West has never, in all facets of life. Submerged. He goes heavy. <laughs> He goes head first head into first. everything he does. Yes. Um, Twitter is no exception. Twitter is no exception. At all. Yeah. Uh, before we get into his Twitter rants, I think <laughs> that we should at least establish what we know and what we like about Kanye West so we don't just seem like two uh, uninformed perspectives talking about it. That's right. Okay. What Do you remember first intersecting with Kanye West? Do you remember your first kind of 100%. interaction? 100%. Really? Still living in Rockville Center, Long Island. Great. A bunch of my friends had gone away to college. Cool. Um, I had come back to work in the city mm-hmm. and um, just do my own thing there. Yeah. And a few friends 
friends who still stayed in Long Island, we would hang out. It was me, Rizzo, and Eric. Yes. They were still in Long Island. Yes. And we were the last three friends. Oh, shout out, Rizzo. Shout out, Eric Rothfeld. And so on weekends, <laughs> it was like the three of us needed to figure out what to do. Yes. So we started working at a deli together, and we yep. started doing these things together <laughs> that, like, we just became a threesome. Yes. And the soundtrack to our first couple of years of being back in Long Island yes. was Kanye West's uh, The College Dropout. The Dropout. The College Dropout album. And then Graduation. Yes. Two albums that were seminal. Yes. Seminal to me. Yes. We heard Through the Wire. Through the Wire. That's right. Yep. That was the first one? Yep. That was the first one. That was, his, I believe, his first big single. That's right. And he'd been making songs for Jay-Z for a while. Producing, producing beats, a lot of the Black beats. album. Yes. And so I was a fan from afar. Yeah. And then when he put out those two albums, The College Dropout and Graduation. Yes. Love. It was amazing. A instant fan. Yes. He was so relatable. Yes. He rapped about like how he like wears polo shirts. Yes. And like he had a very kind of like a... He was bragging, but he wasn't rich, and he wasn't yes. like he was all of us. Yes, he seemed very kind of uh, I don't know green. Yes, yeah. I was listening to that other podcast, Dissect, which is maybe a podcast I've mentioned on this podcast before, which is like a musical theory podcast. They took Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly" and they went through like track by track and analyzed it. They did the same thing with "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," oh, and great. the guy sort of like set up the Kanye-ness of it all. And I'm like a casual Kanye fan. Yeah. But, like, it was just cool because many things I didn't know, which is, like, he was, like, beat-making since he was a teen. Right. And he was, like, I don't know, pr prodigy, prodigious. He was just really focused even as a young, young man. Right. He was, like, I know that this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I guess he grew up in, like, not, like, inner-city Chicago so much, maybe, like, suburbs. Right. So there was a certain affluence that he yep. had. So he it was a little bit, like, suburban, middle-class guy, rapper guy. Yep. Who wasn't rapping about the Bloods and the Crips and Gangbang, but it was about, like, my pink polo and my sneakers. And, right. like, it was just a His little, life. His life. Right. And yeah, he's always been just so wildly authentic. Yes. And I think that at first, again, I'm sort of really aping what I learned from this other podcast, but like, I think that a, some of the other rappers sort of looked at him askance a little bit and sure. like thought he was a dork. Sure. I'm like a dweeb, and frankly. You know, I, and I get that. <laughs> yeah. Because he didn't look like them and act like them. Yes. But then he got Jay-Z's seal of approval. I guess that was, was that kind of like the, he was Jay -Z blessed Jay-Z gave him the Rockefeller chain. Yeah. He gave him the Rockefeller chain. Yeah. And Dame Dash gave him the chain. Yeah. You can see it in the Wire video. There's a lot of home footage. Because yeah. Kanye West had just gotten into a car accident That's and his right. mouth needed to be wired shut. Yes. Sealed for, for months. Yes. Or weeks, months, whatever. Yes. And he recorded that song while his mouth was wired. Yes. So you're seeing all sorts of footage of that. Yes. But then Jay-Z puts the Rockefeller chain on Kanye's neck. Knighted. He is now a part of Rockefeller. Knighted. And it doesn't matter what you say or what you <laughs> yeah. think. He now rolls with Jay-Z. It is kind of funny how hip-hop, and again, I, you you have a more nuanced and textured understanding of it, but it does kind of, there is like a, not mafia is the wrong analogy, but there is like a family, like there are families Oh, no question. Yeah. No question. I mean, that's kind of the way it works. It, it's like factions that are really like operate almost like crime families. Well, it's label. It's label. Yeah. It's labels. Everyone's yeah. on a label, and so you start teaming up. Yes. But like in hip-hop specifically, yeah. there is something very regional. Yes. You know, it, like I feel like the Marcy Projects, Bed-Stuy, yes. the Bronx, yes. Brooklyn, everyone kind of like takes shape of like, this is my turf, and yes. then within that, these little crews pop up. Yes. So all that to be said that Big fan of Kanye West. Big fan. Out the gate. Very relatable. Then yes. he put out My Twisted Dark Fantasy, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Unbelievable. To me, that was like Jay-Z's Blackout, yes. where I was like, this might be the apex. This it, is the most arena rap it's I've epic. ever heard. Epic. Huge. Yeah. And then he signed up for Twitter. Yes. Like we all do. Like literally everyone in the world has done. And we, you and I, have been taking our stab at how to do Twitter well. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, I personally, and let's go into that first. Yeah. Let's yeah. go into our own Twitter <laughs> yeah. personalities yeah. and habits. Twitter habits, yeah. Before we uh, critique Kanye. Yes, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Adam. Yeah. Your, your previous and your current Twitter habits all wrapped up into one. Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I signed up for Twitter. God, I'm trying to really think about it. I've been on Twitter for probably like at least like five or six years, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. Something something along those lines. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I th- oh, you know what? I think I maybe signed up for it around the time that Clayton and I were doing that Focus Rally Road Race Oh, okay. So show. eight years, nine years. Yeah, like so kind of a while ago because we had to be sort of constantly Twittering for that. Right. So my very first phase of Twitter was exclusively functional. It was like interacting with followers for a chat this room. show. A chat room. A chat room. Yep. For this like very specific weird reality show thing. Yes. Yeah, so you can listen to that episode with Clayton early. Yes. Uh, yes. Episode something – some episodes ago. Right. Um, but I think that's how it literally began. I found that I liked it. I did like the connectivity of it. I was always a little wary of social media just because I'm a crank about things like that. But right. I instantly fell kind of in like love with Twitter. Well, yeah. Uh, it was so new. This <laughs> yeah. interaction was crazy. Yeah, exactly. Right. And like, oh, Barack Obama's here. And, and here's Kanye the West. I'm right. just like, oh. Uh, I can write to them now. Yeah. Maybe they'll write back. Yeah. And much wild. like Kanye, coming when Twitter came out the gate. It all felt so innocent. Mm-hmm. It all felt like finding its voice. Yeah, exactly. Right. You could just reach across to Australia and poke Kylie Minogue. Right. I really can. <laughs> right. Yeah, like this is crazy. Right. So I started to, I don't know, I suppose like at first it was like funny little quips, still finding my footing with it seven years later, obviously, sure. just like what is what is it to me? Tell me about your footing now. What do you think? Like what is your footing now? What is your relationship with Twitter now my when rela- you contribute to it? What do I contribute to it? I feel like it's it's maybe one third – and I think maybe we touched on this in our social media episode as well, like our sort of social media habits. Yeah. I feel like it's like one third prom- just sheer, yep. shameless, yep. plugging, self-promotion. Get Here's it. our new podcast. Here's the next Harvard Sailing Team show. Yep. Watch this article about corporate. So I think like maybe even shamefully, maybe I'm ashamed to say maybe even more than a third of it is just promotion. That's cool. Promotion. Content promotion. Use it for how you want to use it. Yeah. Um, Recently, it's become sort of a a, a frustration vent for me for Ah. like politics and global strife. I'll wake up in the morning. I'll read the newspaper. I'll get angry about something. I'll fire off a mad tweet. You'll channel it. Not proud of that habit either. Really? But just like – Do you delete those ever? I've deleted one or two that I'm like, this is unnecessarily sardonic and 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 acidic for 9.15 in the morning. I'd say that's impressive, one or two. That shows <laughs> real restraints. I feel like that's a slippery slope. Like, it I love t- deleting tweets. Uh, I know, yeah. <laughs> they go, they come, they, they go. go. Bye, Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am your boss, tweet. Yeah, exactly. I took you, I brought you into this world, but I can take you out of it. I control you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think that once you're there, you're safe. <laughs> I'm going to read you again, and I'm going to be like, dud. Bye. Dud. Yeah, you- <laughs> dud. So what? So so what? How, what's usually the lifespan of a tw- of like a deletable tweet for you? I would like, say what that. Is the, yeah. If I send off a tweet that as soon as I read it back, I'm like, eh, <laughs> you're not getting more than three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah. So it has nothing. I to don't do want with... it to go through a life cycle of Twitter. I don't want everyone to read it and just go, eh, and then I delete it because then what's the point of even deleting it? I need to kill it at the source. Yep. If I fire off Shop a it out eh, off the tweet, I need to, and that's me making that sound. That is not an awful sound effect we're no, putting no, in. No. I'm hearing it in the headphones. If I send off an eh, it's gone. Three it's minutes gone. or less. And you, I really respect your integrity because you're not – that is not – that is regardless of feedback. That's not someone like responding on Twitter being like, ooh, someone's someone's weird today. No. That is Billy has his own internal metric. Yes. Your internal Twitter compass. Yes. You know what it's eh, – and you know what it's ooh. No one saying uh, someone's in a bad mood today would ever make me delete a tweet. Right, right, right. right. But if I read it again and I'm like, yeah, I will delete that tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My own internal compass. But I'll say I use it mostly for maybe, yes, same with you. Yeah. I like to promote stuff. Yes. Um, mostly uh, testing out jokes. 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 It's just like a silly thought sketch pad. Mm-hmm. Seriously, and, it, and it's yeah. fun, and it's fun for people to fave the jokes. Yes. It's fun, not for them. It's fun for me to receive said faves. Faves. <laughs> 
I love a good notification. It's that it's. I like, am not above saying out loud. Bill loves a good notification. Anyone who says they don't are is slash are liars. You're lying. You're lying. We all love notifications, and if you say you don't, you're lying. Again, to me. refer to the social media episode. It is literally about like the dopamine. I'm yes. sure like a million physical psychological tests have been done. Like the fave is a little like squirt of serotonin, just we, like a little dopamine thing. That's, we all want that fave. Please. I'm not saying push notifications. No. I'm saying notification. I don't want like updates where it's like, hey, the California. Angels just hit a single. I don't, I don't need that. It's an update from 1989. <laughs> right. I don't yeah, yeah. need that. But if I get a fave, yeah. we love those kind of You feel it. You just feel that. Okay. And are you an aggressive favor in, in return? Do you fave a lot of tweets? When I'm drinking coffee, yeah. I usually fave. Yeah. When I'm up, when I'm like, when I'm buzzing, yeah. I'm usually pretty generous with the uh, responses and, yes. the, and the hearts and stuff. If and I had just had a good meal, I'm probably just going to slowly walk through Twitter. Yes. Now, this is something that I was actually talking with, oh, our friends over at the Daily Zeitgeist podcast. And they were talking about Kanye's Twitter. And they were saying that, like, there are also these, like, psychological studies. And same thing applies to Trump. And just across all – you can see it exemplified in Trump and Kanye. Is that, like, you could tell someone's mental <clears> – <throat> you can sort of infer someone's, like, mental – uh, state, state, especially if they're having a manic episode, obviously, yes. literally by their rate of tweets. Correct. Look, okay. Correct. So that that's why we'll leave it there because Kanye does tend to tweet a little maniacally. And in the second act, <laughs> we will get into what he's maniacally tweeting yeah. right now. Great. But first, the song. Oh, okay, good. We played a lot of Kanye West songs on. The I show. guess we have. Yes, I mean, just two episodes ago with Jen Carr and we played Monster. Monster. That's right. So that's right. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter has Twitter ever evoked a good song? Has Twitter ever evoked or like or birthed? even just tweet the word tweet? Yeah, there's Rock and Robin. There's Rock and Robin. Tweet, 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 tweet a well, Must. There you go. See you later, alligator. No. This is the No Joke Podcast. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act Two, and that was the one and the only Michael Jackson with his version of Rock and Robin. To me, that is the oral equivalent of standing under a water. Yeah, exactly. I Get feel refreshed. refreshed. Yeah, that's uh, that is total refreshment. Mouthwash for the ears. Here's a little tip I have for people who are hungover right now. <laughs> yeah. People have all sorts of suggestions. Eat bananas. Uh, potassium will uh, help with your hangover. Hair of the dog. Yes, exactly. Gatorade. Fast drink, food. Drink like child's medicine. I've heard like right. Pedialyte. Yes. Yeah. All of these things are out there. Music cures hangovers. You taught me this, Bill. I should just say music cures Billy's hangover. Uh, yeah. My ear and brain and will re- react into my spine when I hear the right song that can actually make me wake up. It's just like clear – it literally clears the fog from your head. The hair stands on your arms <laughs> yeah. when you hear a song that you love. And sometimes it's hard. You don't want to listen to music. But I, I encourage you all to play music. And try and find a song yeah. that you love when you're hungover. Yeah. So that's that. I would say the same applies for like general mornings. Like I find myself, mm. especially like growing in my quote unquote, as I age, yeah. I find mornings to be such a, I feel so sensitive. I'm like so, like, yes. and I don't know how else to describe it. I'm like searching for the words, but like there's a certain emotional rawness. Totally. That I, when you just wake up, the day hasn't encroached yet. And just like the, the stimulus and the input that I put into my brain in those early morning first waking hours is so, like can really I've learned and noticed kind of dictates my, the whole day in yeah. a way is yeah. like so critical yeah and speaking of Twitter like it's you know there's the compulsion to get up and just start scrolling and that uh, or like read the paper and get mad about the news like right. that's my ha- like my natural inclination morning habit is to like intake news and feel upset yeah your phone is within reach Ugh, man yeah so just like a little bit of music like Paul Simon's Graceland in the right. morning just to ease you, like sensorily ease you into the day. And right. That's not like information overload, ideas and thoughts and feelings. Yes. I got to be gentle with myself How in the you morning, start man. the day has yeah. a huge effect on how you probably live <laughs> it, the day and end the day. It really does, yeah. Um, but for about 20 million people or so, yeah. they started the day today. Yes. And somewhere around yesterday afternoon yes. with a stream <laughs> yeah. of Kanye West. Steady. Twitter. He's back. So, Adam, yeah. can you just tell us the deets on his handle right now? Like, how many followers does okay. Kanye West currently have? Uh, he's at Kanye West. Okay. He has 13.1 million followers Solid. on Twitter. Solid. <laughs> okay. 13 mil. Okay. He follows exactly one person, and that is his betrothed, Kim Kardashian West. Into That's that. Obviously, the one person he follows. Okay. Yes. He, I wonder how that conversation was. <laughs> he has um, – He's gone on waves where he will tweet hundreds of times and then disappear for a long That's time. That's exactly right. And we should treat this subject with a bit of sensitivity because I believe that he had a bit of a nervous breakdown or some sort of mental breakdown. Yeah. Or he needed uh, help. Yes. And he went away for a while. Yes. And it seemed like he was out of the public eye yes. for a very long time. Yes. <clears throat> this is him. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. It's okay. He had dyed his hair blonde and he had been spending – he had a meeting with President Trump. Do you remember all Oh, that's events? right. Oh, God. Yeah, he, that's right about that. He started saying a bunch of the wrong things. He went from the guy who uh, said that George Bush doesn't love black people. Amazing moment. Hurricane Katrina. To meeting with Donald Trump days after being a non Yeah, yeah. He then disappeared for a while. Um, and everyone kind of felt good. His picture started emerging of Kanye West back in the public eye. Yes. He was smiling. Yes. He looked like he put on a little weight, but that might be because he was now on uh, medicine that might Different help. Different kind of meds, exactly. Yeah, which is good news. Yep. And then uh, – and, and even I was like, oh, Kanye West is settling down. Yes. Or at least he's balancing out. Yes. Yesterday – he w- he's back. He's back. He brought his Twitter game back. He's fully back. And again, it is kind of reflective of like a sort of – I mean you want it, – it's easy to infer that it's reflective of a shift in mental state or like that it, it's easy to infer that whether that's true or not. Whether that's true or not. It could also just be like he's got a new project. He, right. He's like – this is like weird, subtle – another cynical view is that like this is like viral, pre-viral marketing for a – 
album he's going to drop, yep. a tour he's going to announce, a yep. video he's going to do. Maybe. 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 Hard to say. We had another friend that was like, I think he's just mad about uh, Kendrick Lamar winning the Pulitzer. And this is like an emotional reactive tweet storm. That is also- a hot take. <laughs> That's a hot take. That is a very a hot take. Hot and take. I was like, that that makes – I could believe that reality. Right. That, like emotional A to B kind of makes sense. Totally. Yeah. So we've been kind of uh, dancing around the actual tweets. Yeah. Some of them are profound. Yes. Or at least uh, moving towards being profound. Yes. So why don't we read a couple of sure. them and see if we agree with some of Kanye West's recent tweets. Exactly. We've done episodes like this similar to like the 48 Laws of Power where we kind of poured through the book and sort of analyzed each little kind of cryptic sort of uh, you know aphorism of wisdom one by one. And Kanye does tweet in inspirational feelings. Correct. Yeah. Read us one of your favorites Here's from one. Uh, today or yesterday. Okay, great. Here's one from two days ago. Okay. And I, I haven't read this before. I'm, I'm just this is new to you and I. Sure. Often people working with the existing consciousness are jealous of those who are more in touch, and they become hardcore capitalist in in hopes of creating the illusion that the value of money is worth more than the value of time and friends. Okay, that was hard for me to uh, keep up with. Okay, let me just read okay. it again. I think it. I think it, it. It comes along with this other tweet. Some people have to work within the existing consciousness, while some people can shift the consciousness. Often, people working with the existing consciousnesses are jealous of those who are more in touch, and they become hardcore capitalists in hopes of creating the illusion that the value of money is worth more than the value of time and friends. Interesting. I do think that Kanye has this – that has this like – does see himself as something of a prophet, does see himself as something of like a Michael Jacksonian type figure of like, I am more than a pop icon, I am a philosophical leader. Mm-hmm. So I think that he does see himself as as like his creativity. I do think that he sort of sees his creativity as coming from a slightly different source right. or from a slightly deeper, more profound source than other artists working other people's creativity. Mm-hmm. He think, One of the things I respect and revere a lot about Kanye is that he thinks and talks about his own creativity a lot. Yes. Like that's Out one loud. of the main threads of his – life is like thinking and talk and he's very transparent and very honest and one of the charming things you were saying that he was like knighted by jay-z i think other quote-unquote cooler rappers wouldn't make a big deal out of it and was just like oh yeah of course kanye was like geeked out he was like i love jay-z right like i'm the biggest fan like he's my hero right i can't believe like he like he's friends with me right so there's a certain like a childlike innocence and like an exuberance and enthusiasm that he has yes that is charming i think and And sometimes bites him in the ass and and i'll I'll pick the other side of that for a second yeah because it's like – and I would say that anytime you start your career, 15 years ago, Jay-Z knights you. Yes. You should be a little geeked. No matter yeah. how you put it out there, it's yes. up to you. Yeah. But you're definitely geeked. Yeah. But like 15 years later, many Twitter rants later, many kind of like uh, problematic episodes later, yes. Jay-Z has kind of distanced himself a lot. I guess him. that's right. That's true, isn't it? And so it's like there is like some sense of uh, it's cute at the beginning. Yeah. But at some point – you know, slow it down. Yes, yeah, slow it down. Yeah. Okay. I'm yes. not here to criticize Kanye. Not I'm, here, I'm here to read his tweets. We're, we're not here to criticize you, Kanye. I'm going to read a tweet of Kanye's Go. from Go. two hours ago. Okay, great. Hot oh, off the wow. press. This, this is he's actually writing a novel, isn't he? It's it seems like it's just like a full it's just gonna be like a week long tweet thread. This one's good. Okay. Just stop lying about shit. It's pretty good. Just stop lying. <laughs> Straight up. Just in, stop lying in, about shit. Just stop lying. In the, it's bo- it's repeated there for yes. emphasis. Yeah. He's a poet. Yeah. Not mad at that. Uh, not mad. Not mad at that. Again, a simple truth. A simple truth. Yes. Just dispensed by Kanye West. There are a lot of, I would say, I'll, I'll speak for myself, a lot of opportunities for me for white lies to uh, just get me out of Please. things. You know, just like, I'm going to just, I don't want to do that. So I'll just give him a white lie. So easy to lie. I'm just going to give him a white lie. Yes. 
But once you start telling people the truth yeah. of just saying why you can't or why you don't want to, yes. there is a sense of freedom. It's a liberation that. there, isn't there? And there's a sense of self-ownership yeah. and self-empowerment. Yeah. When you can say, I have the courage to have my convictions and not be ashamed. You yes. Know? If I'm not inspired by what we're doing, if I don't want to help you, if you tell them why, there's a sense of empowerment and you believe it more. Yes. That's true. Yeah. And like it, and it does like uh, on like a very micro level like – yeah, like in grand – in like the grand context, like stop lying, like don't lie to yourself, like know thyself. But even in like small quotidian ways, like you're saying, it's like teeny little day-to-day quotidian things of like where it's just easy to tell a friend I can't be for lunch because I have this other obligation. Oh, right. we're out for a thing and like just like teeny little white lies. But yeah, the truth is – I mean it's one of like the tried and true sort of like understood Tr- truths of the of, of human life but like the truth will kind of set you free <laughs> no question and it will also steer you where you should be going yeah you know if yeah. you have the courage to just stop lying to all the little things around you you can actually go where you want to yes. go and do what you want to do yes without stress and say what you will about kanye and we don't know him as a person obviously but it does seem like he at the very least is pretty virulently honest mm. it seems like he is an odd like you know he uh some people might say that he has like impulse control and sort of like says what he just says things right george bush doesn't give it back people beyonce made one of the greatest videos of all time that right. he like he blurts his truth whether or not it's appropriate right and that is like maybe the criticism of just like being like you know a truth taskmaster but yeah stop lying about shit sure your life might improve i want to put this filter over the next few tweets we read in this act and the next yeah what, I just want to uh, presume – not presume. I would like to hypothesize that Kanye West is writing these tweets to a younger version of Kanye yeah, West. Yeah, that feels right. He's giving advice to a younger version of Kanye West. I don't know if this is true. That, I'm literally making it up in this that moment. that feels right. When we read a few more, let's see if it actually starts to uh, make Great. sense. Here's two from also two hours ago that might sort of support that. You have the best ideas. Other people's opinions are usually more distractive than informative. Follow your own vision. Base your actions in love. Do things you love, and if you don't absolutely love something, stop doing it as soon as you can. Don't follow crowds. Follow the innate feelings inside of you. Do what you feel, not what you think. Thoughts have been placed in our heads to make everyone assimilate. Follow what you feel. Real. And that checks out. It's nice. That's a nice sentiment. I feel warmed. I feel warmed by those thoughts. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I also think that that supports my hypothesis. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very curious if this is how it checks out. And if so, Adam, if we do find out, maybe Kanye is writing a book to to his younger self. Letter to young Whatever. A letter to a young yay. Yeah. Exactly. We need to figure out a way to say we figured it out first. We told you, we told you so, Kanye. Maybe this is what we'll need. <laughs> yeah. Listeners of No Joke, if you could start designing No Joke Called It banners, <laughs> pictures, GIFs, memes. Yeah. No Joke Called, called it. it. And that could be evergreen. Yeah. Ideally, it, it works for this Kanye thing. But, but in general. Widely applicable. Because we would ideally be calling things down the road <laughs> and we'd like to have a stash where we could pull it and just be like, we oh, by it. the way. We called We it. called that, actually. This feels like one of those times <laughs> where hopefully we can use one of those banners, badges, whatever. Exactly. Email nojokepod at gmail.com with the – what did we – we called it? Your graphic idea. No joke called it. No joke no called joke it. No joke called it. That's good. So right now we're calling the Kanye's tweet storm is really sort of framed like, like advice or like a note or a letter to his younger self. I love it. I buy it. I totally buy it. Here's another one that came right after those two tweets. Sorry. Can we hold? Yes, we can. Can we go to the next act? We must. And we'll bring it right back because I feel like we've <laughs> broken through. Yeah. This will now center our perspective yeah. on his perspective yeah. of what's happening yeah. in the world. He's advising his younger his younger yay. Okay. Yeah. Younger. 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 <laughs> That's a word. Younger. Yeah. Is there a guy named Yo- like Daryl Unger? 
Is Daryl Unger someone? <laughs> is that someone? We'll look that up in the AI. Yeah, Daryl Unger? Unger. Is that a musician? I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam's a musician. Maybe okay. country. <laughs> Daryl Unger and Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam, huh? Are they Have they ever collabed? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you put those two names next to one another is and you that... said which one's real, I might actually go with Unger. <laughs> But okay. Younger. <laughs> Younger. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, that's good. Closer. Ellie Clarkson. Yeah, she's um, younger than us. Anything else, Adam? Younger or young or I mean, I know that we don't want to like go to the obvious Kanye Kanye catalog of like young Kanye. Yeah. When he was younger. We don't necessarily need to do that. Well walked path. Well walked path. Yeah. Yes. We ha- we already played Rock and Robin. Yeah, we already played Rock and Robin. I mean, there's many rappers with young. I feel we've already like I feel like dipped into this mm-hmm. genre. There's the young Jeezys, etc. Yes, yes, we've done that as well. Y- yes, we could be here for days. We could be here forever, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, here's something that a song that I've just been loving and listening to. Go on. Um, our friend and previous podcast uh, guest Mibs yes. and his rap group Pacific Division, Pactive, yeah. yeah, just put out a fabulous new album. Yes. called First Baptist. Yes. I think maybe our one of your and my collective favorite songs off the album is a song called Circle. Oh, no way. You love it, too. Love it. Love it. Love it. I was texting him. I texted him yesterday. For, for a half oh, hour. Oh, man. I love the album. And that song, the beat sounds like young Kanye's it beats. It kind of does. No doubt. Okay. Well done. <laughs> love this song. Great. This is Pactive. Yeah. First Baptist. Yes. Listen to it on Spotify. Yes. Download it. Buy it. Support the team. Yes. Tweet at them. It's at It's Pactive. Let yes. them know you love the album if you do. Yes. This is their song Circle off of First Baptist. Yes. Yeah. That 15% nigga. Hey. No ideas original, there's nothing new under the sun Who's still alive is who's the number one To all my niggas still down, roll another one To all my ladies, I'm in town, you pull up and come Niggas stressed, been tired of the bubble gun Waiting on impact, if niggas drop another one No, before the summer's done, niggas gon' do this here Still crazy with the two, I'ma glue this here Wingspan on you hoes, I'ma nuke this year Brand new bot gun, I'ma shoot this clear Cause you frost turn broad, you dispute my peers And ran off what I steeze new souvenirs Y'all still dying over bitches, crying for attention Slum dog niggas still vibing in the trenches Strike your empire, loose your slime in your pigment Now we never stop Grinding niggas, time and it's dependent. Shit, can I be in my hand? We say a prayer, then we pray. pray. We bout our business, we don't play, man. We really do this every day, man. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on, my real ones. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on, my real ones. What y'all promoting? Got your pussy all out, just the two hundred lights. Real thought provoking. Inspirational quotes for doing yoga splits. Been a celibate lesbian, she was on the dick. Cold as shit, my nigga ain't even wanna hit. I'm on my shit, legit, I'm really on my shit. Show respect to women with self-respect. And not just popping up at the moment, she smelling check. But these days, the guys is more hoes. Painted nails, our line is called Rose. Gossiping online about Kim K. Oh boy, you been a hoe since the 10th grade. Hey, a shout out to my real ones. Ladies, where you at though? Let a nigga feel something. Homies, where you at though? Let a nigga smoke something. Got an extra bag on you, let a nigga hold something. Got a joint in my hand, bout to join We say a prayer, then we pray, man. We bout our business, we don't play, man. We really do this every day, man. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on my real ones. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on my real ones. Ooh, 
it ain't never been this real since Tupac. Three grams in the joint, roll a boo up. On the corner with my niggas like doo up. Singing, oh yeah. Tell a friend, tell a bitch, tell a nigga be a man. You don't stay 12, dog. You ain't fucking Peter Pan. I need less TMZ, I want more CNN. Tell the cops, guns down, keep us all CNN. Tell my dogs, play it safe, they don't wanna see you win. Mama's crying every day, never see a kid again. Oh man, keep hustling, pimping it, pushing it, thugging it, whipping it, cooking it, all Got that. Join in my hand, my Oh, yes. We say it, pray it, and we pray it. Yes. We bout our business, we don't play it. Yes. We really do this every day, man. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on, my real ones. I keep my circle with real ones. Ones I depend on, my real ones. Welcome back to No Joke. This is Act 3, and that was the track Circle by the rap group Pac Div off their new album, First Baptist. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. recommend. And if you like that song, you like the album, listen to the No Joke episode with Mibs. Yes. About rap. Rap, I think. Rap. Yes. Love that word. God. Rap. Love that group. Yes. This album is really, really ferocious. It is, And it does. It is very early yay. It evokes an early yay. That sort of. That was immediately where I texted him. That's it. That and also (laughs) that there's a part where when they sing join hands. Yeah. In the song. It reminds me of Shawday, do what you like. Yeah, do you remember yeah, that? Yes. It was Nas and Genuine. Yeah. If you back it up, yeah. you can hold my eyes. <laughs> now you say, oh, yeah. oh, me something. <laughs> hold me back like you owe your taxes. All right. <laughs> but you owe your taxes. There's a lot happening in that song. <laughs> rapping about taxes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we were discussing, oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, but we also just wanted to give a, a quick plug to uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash no joke. Um, we uh, on Patreon, Billy and I have another Splinter podcast called Fun Size, yes. which is a candy competition podcast where every week that we take two candies that are sort of similar in genre, uh, and we pit them head to head. We have a very strict metric where yes. we judge these candies, and uh, we determine which one is better that you should get. Like Adam said, this uh, second podcast is on a website called Patreon, and it costs five dollars a month, but you get four fifteen-minute podcasts every single month. Pretty good. And like he said, it's about candy. But last week's episode was about crackers. <laughs> yes, that's right. And we figured, since it's a bit exclusive, you need yeah. to put down $5 a month yeah. in order to hear these episodes, but we really want you guys to hear these episodes. Truly. We wanted to give you a little tease, yeah. a minute or so, yes. from the crackers episode to see what you're missing. A fun size bite of fun size, one might say. Exactly. So <laughs> please enjoy this picture-in-picture moment of the No Joke podcast with fun size. Fun size. Fun size. Fun size. I grew up in a... I wouldn't say a Cheez-It household, oh. but I was much more familiar with what Cheez-Its were than what Wheat Thins and Triscuits were. Yeah. My family wasn't buying, for whatever reason, Wheat Thins or Triscuits. Yeah. So I knew that, like, if we were going to eat a cracker, it might have, like, a nice artificial color to it, yeah. like a Cheez-It. An orange dust. Exactly. <laughs> like, my family grew up uh, on Kraft Macaroni and Cheese and Velveeta. Orange dust. Exactly. <laughs> 
And so when I take out a cracker out of the box as an adult, part of me is like, well, the joy of crackers With is... The dust. And this doesn't have... <laughs> the dust. This is just a plain old... It's almost like a piece of paper you can write on. And it's almost a... like it's a tablet that you can write Agreed. on. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Agreed. With a felt pen, you could write all over this weekend. Fun size. Fun size. Size. And there it is. There it is. There it is. We're talking crackers. We're yes. talking dust. Our definition of candy has expanded, If, as you will learn if you subscribe, to vitamin waters, to yes. Gatorades, to beverages, to crackers. Candies candy in is quotes. A, it's a loose term. It's a, The umbrella of candy is wide. Once again, expansive. patreon.com slash nojokepod. Yes. We would love for you guys to listen to it. Yes. We would love for you guys to donate $5. It's quite easy to do it and yes. actually goes a long way in making us have no joke for free. It really helps. So anything you guys could do to support and check it out absolutely patreon.com slash no joke pod we know we're asking a lot sign up for the patreon hyped 4.0 from where you are this is a homework assignment heavy episode of no joke that's fine last we're year up was, for it last year was yarn we're up. nothing has changed we're up. We're up. last year is yarn <laughs> nothing, nothing has, has changed. changed speaking of nothing has changed adam you don't have to use names we don't have to make big promises yes but someone in your camp might have access to the jeps oh Leaving it at that? Or we're can just, we go in? We're just going to – well, I did a little bit of gentle digging on the internet. And this is not even digging. It sort of dug me. Mm. And it was revealed that a uh, gentleman who I was loose tertiary, quatertiary acquaintances with when yes. I was growing up. Yes. But also from the general capital region, upstate New York area, uh-huh. work, currently works in A&R, mm-hmm. worked for Interscope Records for mm-hmm. a long time, does acquisitions and – what's the R stand for? I kind of forget. Roger. Roger. Acquisitions and Roger. Yep. So he works in the record industry and he works with Carly Rae Jepsen. So that is uh, one degree of Jepsen. Works with her. I then directly. I then disclosed <laughs> that uh, to Adam that I also had a access to the Jeps so, in small ways. Yeah, uh, a girl I went to high school with is now her stylist, and I don't mean to brag, but I took that girl on a date when we saw Gladiator. Billy never went on a second date. Dating at the year two thousand. Gla- Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> Gladiator. Gladiator in the Baldwin Mini Mall. <laughs> Romance. Carly Rae Jepsen stylist. Romance. <laughs> and then Farron, our friend, said, oh, by the way, our friend cuts Carly Rae Jepsen's hair. So, like... That's a it, lot. It's like many roads are leading to Jeps, right. and we are putting it out secret style into the universe. Maybe one day she'll be on this podcast. I... I um, I loathe to even say the words, to even jinx it, but Me we'll see. the Jepsons. We'll see. Billy. We'll see. Anyway, we have sort of stumbled upon this theory that this Kanye tweet storm that we are all caught in the middle of uh, is m- – Billy has sort of posed this positive, this theory that I think is really good, which is that like maybe it's framed like letters or advice or notes to his younger self. Correct. Kind of checks out. Advice. Especially more of the threaded yeah. ones where it seems like he's kind of uh, writing a diary That's of, right. of sorts. Exactly. Would you like to read another ad? I-, I would love to. Let's do it. Okay. I don't believe in the concept of an enemy. We have been conditioned to always be in competition. Stop looking for something to beat and just be. You don't have to do all the work. Once you start moving in love, the universe will assist you. Mm. Nice thought. Nice thought. Very I, universal. Dare I say the opposite of the 48 Laws of Power. Mm. Dare I say like a, almost a, a, an inverse – Almost an inverse lesson. The 48 Laws of Power and those sort of like those sort of like how to win friends and influence people, Ayn Randy type advice is like you are always in competition. Right. The 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 function understand, of, understand that so that you can succeed in life. Competition is not, is not something to be afraid of. It's something to embrace. It is all we've got. That is it's what there. we have. That's how the best ideas emerge is deliberately from competition. Kanye is saying. 
quite the opposite. He's saying like it's actually not about competition. We have been conditioned to think that we are all constantly competing with one another. Mm-hmm. In reality, maybe we are all like loving collaborators mm-hmm. and maybe that's a way to – not mad at that philosophy, not Kanye. Mad. Yeah. <laughs> not mad. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is it, I guess it's my turn. Go. A little more wisdom? Go. All right. You have to You have to protect – Oh, this is good. Okay. You have to protect your ability to create at all costs. Yeah. Try to avoid any contractual situation where you are held back from your ideas. There you go. As a creative, your ideas are your strongest form of currency. Do you disagree? I don't disagree. I mean, like, I think that that is something that, like, artists struggle, quote unquote, struggle with on all levels. I think that, like, if you're an up-and-coming artist in this, like, weird freelance art game that we're all playing, it's just, like, you – look, like, we'd be happy to sign a contract and, like, be employed by someone and we all make certain concessions to, like, make a living doing this. It's Good hard. Good call. Yes. It's hard. Yes. To not, like – to be so – to have, like, maximum integrity and not sacrifice one iota of your artistic integrity like – Howard Rourke. Exactly. You know what I mean? From the fountain. That's exactly right. Right. So, like, it's hard to do that when you're up and coming. Artists that have, like, reached this Kanye level of, like, in that stratosphere of, like, he has total creative autonomy. It's like him and Beyonce. Who else? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they can do whatever they want. So Mm -hmm. it's easier for him to say, like, make no concessions. That's why I think that I posed that he's giving these thoughts to a younger version. Yeah. Because I think that he might be aware of it to a certain extent, or it seems like I am at least, that he – definitely understood what it was like to be inside mm-hmm. you know the circle mm-hmm. and now he's very much looming over it and outside yeah. of it and now he's looking down yes. and it feels like he can see both sides or at least he sees both sides clearly enough that yes. he wants to give this wisdom yes. to everyone else and it also seems like and again you can speak to this more than me but it also seems like even in the 15 20 years since he started his rap career was note was knighted by Jay-Z mm. it even almost seems like the music industry has changed even since then oh yeah massively yeah. and like you see a model like Chance the Rapper who is almost a self-admitted like Kanye disciple in a way, sure. Chicago guy, and like like very much sort of in his like sort of like almost life-affirming positive rap style, and was just grew up listening listening to, to Kanye. Right. It seems like like maybe Kanye. I'm just inferring here. Kanye looks at someone like Chance, who has eschewed all labels, all record labels, has really struck out and did it himself. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is his own label like does his own thing? Really makes no creative concessions. And I think Kanye might look at that and be like, "That's what I. That's what younger me would have done. Mm. Could have." done should have done 20 years ago mm. instead maybe instead of aligning with not aligning but you know instead of like getting looped into like one of the more traditional hip-hop families that mm. exist I i'm guessing positing i'm guessing sure. yeah <laughs> good guess good guess yeah um we have room for probably one more kanye west tweet okay great here's it- something for you bill oh this is from two hours ago oh oh Oh, by the way, this is my book that I'm writing in real time. No publisher or publicist will tell me what to put, where, or how many pages to write. This is not a financial opportunity. This is an innate need to be expressive. Okay. So what was the uh, badge that we wanted? No (laughs) Joe called it? Called it? Nailed it? Did we already call it? Did we call that? I think. Let me just read the follow-up tweet. I will work on this, quote, book when I feel it. Mm -hmm. When we sit in the mornings, we get hit with so many ideas (gasps) and so many things we want to express. That's for you. (laughs) When I read this tweet to myself, I didn't like how much I used the word I, so I changed the I's to we's. That's me deleting tweets. (laughs) Kanye speaks for us. We also did an episode about ghosts. (laughs) 
<laughs> we are being haunted by the ghost of current Kanye West's Twitter. Did we read between the lines and figure out what he was doing, or are we just flat out haunted? <laughs> are we haunters? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Called it. I think you called it. And we honestly, honestly, we had, it's not like we had read these tweets before. I just happened to vaguely know that he was doing this tweet barrage. And I feel so good that we're ending the episode yeah. on that conclusion. Feels complete. Wow. You- <laughs> Wowie. 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 Wowie West. Yeah. Wowie West. Okay. Well, I look forward to that quote unquote that he wrote book, book. Yeah. coming out when he feels like writing it. <laughs> yeah. Like quote unquote now? Question right. mark. Is right. this the book? So Twitter follow a little now. known writer at Kanye West yeah, up and on coming, Twitter.com. Up and coming author. Right. Give him a break. Um, wow, well, that was really fun. That was really oh, That's really good, Bill. J- job well done. Adam. Yeah, well done, Bill. For the No Joke Podcast, I'm Billy Scott. I'm Adam Lusting. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks a lot. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>